Namaste. It's a wonderful question, subject to speak upon sleep. And, uh, you know, Shakespeare has, at one point has said, sleep that knits the rivaled sleeve of care. So, it works the other way around also. And that is that people sleep with a heavy head and all that. When they wake up, they are reasonably okay. This is the more common experience because that day's agony goes away and you wake up with a new day and fresh day. So, this one. But at the same time, it is equally true that if you have a very fine aspiration in the daytime, you felt charged, you felt, um, you know, surrendered and, and then you sleep. And then you lose that also, both aspects. So basically what is sleep? Sleep is the domain through which we pass. We don't know where we pass. And why do we lose? So sleep is a domain, if we use the technical word, it's a domain where we are not conscious. So that's why we don't know what happens during sleep. I'm talking of ordinarily. So every day, nature makes us pass through a domain of uh, not unconsciousness the way we understand, but domains where we are not conscious. So from the waking surface personality in which we are living, we enter into a state which is described in the, in the Upanishad as the dream state. So in the dream state, we enter into subtle realms. But we don't remember anything. Because we uh, are not conscious in those, those domains. Like you go in a train and you sleep off. Uh, night may you got into the train and you slept. In the morning you reach somewhere. So people ask that, uh, how was the journey? You have no account of it because you have not remembered anything. You were sleeping. So during this phase, many things happen. And one of those things are that things which we have held, suppressed during the day. Uh, you know, suppressed reality, suppressed transactions, uh, wishes, fancies, imaginations, even certain material experiences. You have you had a heavy stomach, but that time it didn't register so much because, you know, in the waking surface, we are only conscious of very little. So all this which was held within begins to rise. So ordinarily in the waking consciousness, the rational mind is, putting barriers. You feel something, but uh, rational mind puts a barrier. It's a cloak. Very habitually, it's something spontaneous. But in sleep, all this wakes up. And it reveals itself through dream language. Now, dream language is a vast subject. Maybe one day I'll take it. It's a very wonderful subject. Because dream language is different from the waking language. Waking language is the language of the mind. So our mind has formed certain words, like, for instance, we use the word aspiration. It communicates some meaning to someone, those who aspire. To others, it may look synonymous with desire. What is the difference between desire and aspiration? It's different when those who know the, uh, not the meaning, but the experience. Now, in a dream, if you have to see desire, nobody is there to speak to us. So, the language has taken a different form. Now, you, will, you may see a mountain and you are climbing on a mountain. So what does climbing on a mountain mean? Aspiration in the physical. See, mountains are what? High points of the physical earth. So you are climbing on a mountain means the physical consciousness is aspiring. Wonderful. You see rain and you are drenched in a rain. So it's not rain the way we understand, but rain is always some purifying energy. At its highest, it is grace. But any purifying force, because what does the rain do outside? It cleanses us. 
So it's a purifying force which has come in the sleep phase. You see fire, if you see an elephant. So again, you know, elephants are what? Uh, huge. They always indicate prosperity and strength of a certain kind. You see a lion. A lion is the protective power. See, quiet power. Generally, lions are very divinely divine powers. But tigers, stealth, very different from lion, huh? They are cats. They don't belong to the real. Lion is a different family. Cats, they are stealthy. You don't know when they will pounce upon you. And very powerful they also, very strong. So when you see a tiger, it represents passion. So in our mythology, we have stories that some yogi sitting on a tiger means he has mastered his passions. But sitting on a lion is a different story altogether. We know Durga's lion. So everything that we see in the dream, uh, in the dream, like journey, traveling. So traveling is that we are advancing. Now how we are advancing in the waking day, many things happen and didn't register to us. In the dream state, they will come and show us. that Suddenly the road is blocked, we are cycling, we are turning, we are looking for the way, nobody is able to tell the way, or the road is ill dark. Sometimes you reach the way, sometimes you enter into mud pools, or you are going on aircraft and suddenly it crashes. Or the pilot steers it safe while it is going to crash through a clouded sky. All these are clear symbols and not difficult to understand the symbol. You see somebody dead who was deeply connected to you. So this is uh, your past, either an association with a particular person or that past. For instance, we carry tendencies from the parents. So to see the parents die usually indicate that that atavistic tendencies uh, have gone. So very nice thing. Falling of teeth, some elements of the unconscious have fallen. Falling of hairs, very good in dreams, very bad in the waking life. <laughs> it depends on how you look at it. Losing your chapels, nice inconscient uh, body. So it's a whole world. Then when we pass through this world of dreams, which is a vast subject, some dreams are directly related to our physical consciousness. We people eat chicken, then in the dream they see those jumping. All kinds of things jumping inside around them. Sometimes they have engaged in very, you know, harmful, spiritually harmful activities, uh, violent form of sexuality. Then they'll see all kinds of these mosquito type of creatures, no? Those, what are they called? Uh, mosquitoes, actually, like that. They'll see in the dream. Because they are elemental energies which you can see around people who are engaging in all kinds of perverse sexuality. So you'll see, actually you can see, Maurice Megar used to have the vision and told mother about it. She said it's very very true. But in the dream you will actually see them as, you know, all around. You don't know how to escape because they are elemental energies. They are trying to take grip on the consciousness. You can see a serpent which is can represent two things. Dark serpent, usually a hostile force attacking. Or little mohawk serpent. But nevertheless attacking. So they are like energies which are taking advantage of sentiments or emotions. But nevertheless they are attacking you. Or sometimes iridescent serpent. Or a white serpent. That's an evolutionary energy. Cobras may represent an evolutionary energy. But black serpents like Mamba is a different thing altogether. So you pigeons will represent one thing. Peacock, birds, powers of the soul. Flowers, again energies of the soul. Uh, duck, actually the soul, flame, child, child represents the soul or a new birth. 
so when you put them together it's a language so it helps us to become conscious in the world of dreams how to become conscious very simply by yoga the consciousness begins to extend in domains automatically it will happen the mother of course speaks of when you wake up try to gently don't uh, jump stay quiet and you know you will start catching a trail and whole using that trail you go behind it takes a long effort long effort very few people can really sustain it to go back from the tail of the dream which you have seen to the tip and then another dream trail another dream trail because there are many things which have happened some dreams you'll remember which just sometime they are premonitory dreams they uh, consciousness projects into the future because consciousness is freed from the waking conscious surface so in the surface waking consciousness we know only what is happening around but the subliminal is not bound like that in the dream the subliminal consciousness can go into the future and see something so there is that story where the mother says that somebody who saw that you know he is reading a comic book and in that comic book uh, there is a character he is uh, at the lift and uh, he is he is suddenly showing him to enter a coffin but he the man wakes up oh my god and then as he goes gets ready and goes to the lift the same character he sees as a lift man opens the door and asks him to come in now he suddenly remembered the dream he had so he takes no i'll take the stairs so he takes the stairs and the lift crashes and he saved so there are premonitory dreams i know a number of premonitory dreams i myself had and lot of people i know but that's a past subject now through this world of dream we entered in enter into the third stage so this is the chatushpad brahmano we enter into sleep susupti what happens during susupti deep sleep even scientifically we speak about the waking and then the rem sleep which is the dream sleep and then the non rem sleep which is the dreamless sleep the last so there the consciousness enters still deeper and the mother says that the, during that moment it touches that core sachidanand within us few moments in eight hours few moments but those few moments are the one which make us fresh and we come back rejuvenated there is something higher upanishad speaks about toria that people can't enter into sleep just like that so at least these three things we experience now if we are caught up in anxiety agitation either in our thoughts or feelings or watching a very excited tv program then what happens consciousness doesn't get sufficient strength to go inside it is caught on the surface so the same machine or the picture continues in the dream that's not healthy why because then it is just moving in a whirlpool it's like we have put the mind and vital into a whirlpool and it just keeps moving mechanically like a you know ghost who is moving around a small little experience of life so then if we have slept in that state we don't wake up fresh on the contrary we feel drained sometimes in dreams even without this we may encounter entities which are very harmful see most of these attacks um, a uh, heart attack for instance stroke illnesses you'll see people woke up with a they'll say i woke up with a cough i woke up with a nausea i woke i woke up and i had a stroke i woke up with a chest pain why because night is a time when these forces of darkness are extremely 
active the nishachari shakti the uh, the asuric maya is at its bestest best that's what the story of ghatotkach is no because at night uh, they are at the ascendancy that's why to ask for protection of the mother before we sleep so each one has his own method one method the mother recommends is my child you should imagine that you are wrapped in a cocoon of my white light and then pray for protection pray for her grace her peace put a little blessing packet below the pillow or savitri by your side a mother's picture i mean each one to his own and then if you get into this habit then you are protected during that phase either you will wake up just when something is about to happen and suddenly you will become aware that you know this could have happened and you offer it and you are fine or she will just take away that problem so we must sleep before sleep if we can meditate a little best or else the other is that imagine that the mother's white light is surrounding us as a cocoon take mother's name and sleep now this is ideal condition in real life many times it it doesn't work out so like i don't know i have my shortcut formula <laughs> so over years i have developed my own shortcut um i used to do all this but then subsequently it was like okay now when i go sometimes you're working little late in the night and your eyes are a bit tired and you have to also complete that work there is a mail to be replied there is something to be done and you know you can't and work is also important but by that time you are sleeping your eyes are feeling heavy so you it's difficult to you know keep staying awake so what i do is i put my head in on the pillow and i immediately that it's in mother's lap i take that this pillow is mother's lap uh, in in a white sari she is sitting and i am in the mother's lap and then sometimes i just uh, drift uh, mama thinking that she is in my heart and or sometimes thinking that she is all around shift drift to sleep so these are ways and means that each one has to discover oneself but don't go to sleep after a very agitated animated discussion or very excited activity or watching i don't know what kind of tv programs i'm not saying watch or not watch that depends on you know stage of our development uh, but if you have done something or sometimes it can happen that you have had an animated discussion what do you do after that don't go to sleep immediately best is if you resolve it before you sleep but always it may not be possible offer it thoroughly ma this what happened as much as your exhausted self is <laughs> capable of doing it because discussions debates do sap our energy and keep offering to her and then sleep in her lap so this is the way to sleep ideally Uh, and then as the consciousness grows you will automatically begin to remember the dreams because now consciousness has begun to extend into the domains where we were not conscious and we may even come back with certain visions experiences contact with higher beings higher realities all that is possible even poetry may come which you may or may not catch when you wake up <laughs> so but it comes automatically most of the time if we have really pursuing the inner life steadily when we know how to step back and withdraw the consciousness from the surface then we begin to become aware of an inner life and then it become very easy because through the subliminal we extend into we can also sometimes understand other people's movements what's going on inside them 
the dangers, the difficulties, all that is going on. And you can, it's good to be cautioned. It helps you, even if you have to intervene, you can even intervene in the dream, change the course of things. So, whole world of wonderful possibilities. So, grow in consciousness by connecting more and more to the mother. Learn to live within so that we become conscious of what's happening within. And that is how we become conscious of the world of sleep and dreams. A very vast subject. But this is what it is in a nutshell. Okay. Namaste. So the question is that in a dream space or dream time when we are not conscious, is that an impediment to the sadhana? I'll put it the other way around. That if we are conscious of the dream, it helps the sadhana. It makes us aware of the inner movement and uh, helps us to see it little more correctly uh, if we understand the symbolic nature. Sometimes it can confuse the person. If you don't understand the dream symbol, people come back saying, often they even write to me, I saw this and they have seen something good actually, but they feel it's the other way around. Sometimes they see things which are very clearly going to have a very... I have seen people actually see their death in a dream, which is real, going to happen, not seeing oneself die, which is a different thing altogether. I don't know what to tell because, you know, the other person has seen something... Nice, like a clock with the both the hands struck at a certain uh, you know figure, and it's all around is jasmine and pink glow, which is looks very beautiful. But it was an indication from the soul of what's going to happen after six and a half months, and that's how it happened. So it's it's helpful if we become conscious. If we are not conscious, is it an impediment? Yes, to an extent. Any unconsciousness is an impediment. Unconsciousness is the grand door through which falsehood and all kinds of things enter. And it doesn't come in a day. That's why when mother was asked, uh, what do we do to prepare ourselves for yoga? She says, become conscious. And most of the times, become conscious of the motives of our actions. This is the secret... uh, Spy working inside It's opening the doors So mind is justifying Giving all kinds of reasons But there is another thing Which is inside Which is operating So she says become conscious And so true Uh, But even before we can become conscious In sleep We should become conscious During waking hours We think we are conscious But actually Most of the time We are not conscious Many movements are done very uh, I mean unconsciously By that I mean uh, two kinds of unconsciousness. One is where we really act, speak mechanically in a reactive way. We respond habitually, and we take it that this what is 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 there. The second unconsciousness is where we have covered the real thing with all kinds of justifications. So we should become conscious. The more we become conscious during waking, we'll begin to become conscious during sleep. And of course, if we are not conscious during sleep, as I said, uh, certainly we open doors to energies which are of a dark nature. And that's why before we can become conscious during sleep, let us sleep remembering the mother, calling her name, surrounding ourselves with the white light, especially when we have had a very bad day or we are sleeping in a very uh, state of, um, you know, dangerous state sometimes. So what I do is, not only for myself, but supposing it's been a very animated interaction with someone. Let's say for example, so somebody got very angry with you. So you should pray even for that person because you are one unit. It's not just about oneself. 
so it helps to and pray for a piece of uh, power of peace and harmony around you because all illness is disharmony so it's a strong energy of disorder and disharmony which has entered into our atmosphere so when if we sleep with that it will continue to act and energy of disorder and disharmony will bring chaos so to pray for peace and harmony peace and harmony within around because even if you have let us say slept with a asking for protection but the other person is continuing to release bad will so so uh, you should also pray for the other person's peace and harmony so these are things which we must do otherwise unconsciousness is definitely frightening if you ask me <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That seems to be very challenging. Very challenging. That's why I was saying that's that it's very challenging. So um, also because of many things. See, time constraints are there in real time. Real. So yoga is in real time. That's why I was saying while it is good if you remember a dream as the consciousness grows, you will remember a dream. Uh, then try as far as you can go into the trail. But ultimately, with the Uh, complete emergence of consciousness to an extent at least uh, most of the major issues one will be able to catch but to practice that way as mother has said is indeed very challenging that's true so only somebody at you know at some point of time you can try it maybe on a holiday i don't know it's very difficult to do that in in modern time yeah That's true. So this is a very good question. So it's about uh, slicing the sleep. So ideally, from the yogic perspective, it's good if sleep is sliced. You can't do it mechanically. But supposing you wake up two or three times at night, some people think, "Oh, I have to wake up." I tell them that there's nothing bad about it. <laughs> so waking up, of course, they wake up for different reasons. People have, you know, prostate problem and all that. But nevertheless, if you wake up two three times, it is helpful uh, because it suddenly makes you conscious and uh, you also remember the dream. But that apart, it's good to have sleep slices. Maybe average person will require uh, seven hours of sleep. Share with those words. Uh, so um, let's take it that we are not people try to unnaturally i am trying to sleep 5 hours don't do anything unnatural <laughs> shivinder in fact has said this emphasize you must take sufficient sleep sufficient food don't try we are not here to prove something to someone you know that also becomes a ego i sleep only 5 hours no big deal there are people who don't sleep at all they are insomniacs not yogis so you know that's not the issue <laughs> the issue is that well on an average if one needs 7 hours of sleep let's say 6 hours 6 to 7 hours some people need more some people need little less but average is 6 to 9 hours for most human beings slice it it's good if say 7 hours one wakes up after 4 hours then again after 2 hours and then there is a the last bit of nap for half an hour something it is helpful so i always recommend some people you know they wake up now they are, they they feel like going to the bathroom they are not going because they are thinking abhi time nahi hua let me wake up go release and come back it's much better you will probably have another round of sleep and nothing wrong with that it's it's helpful uh, rather than you know waiting let me see let the light come and of course it's not good to wake up with the alarm that's another thing but uh, i have seen that um, 
if you train the mind that's very easy actually that's not difficult uh, the mind has its own the brain has its own biological clock and it's not difficult to wake up you can put an alarm just to make sure but invariably almost after some time the mind becomes habituated and you will wake up just a few minutes before the alarm goes off so that's okay so alarm is like a standby not the main thing i'm again speaking of the real time uh, actual issues that arise in real life though it's never good to wake up with alarm because it startles you sometimes you can lose trails of consciousness but always you cannot uh, possibly avoid it <laughs> like many things have become part of life so we have to find the way navigate through all that so while put an alarm but mentally also keep it in mind and then you'll see that after a while you wake up regularly at a given point of time just a question of mind training and after morning meditation actually one takes a nap very early yeah. Yes, yes. Morning meditation followed by morning meditation. If you take uh, take a nap, yes, the dream because it's not really a sleep in the te- technical sense. It is a kind of a trance. It's a dream trance which people have. Even during meditation, people go into that state. If one can enter, it's wonderful. Yes.